Welcome to the UFC Commentaries, UFC 11 edition. This Gregory would be the proving ground. I'm Chris Wobodell. He's Greg Crone. It is the proving ground, Chris. It's it's where all the all the the men make their uh, make their moves. Hey, let's talk about. Well, let's jump into this first fight before we do anything else because this is going to run a tiny bit long. So we're going to jump into Jerry Bolander, Fabio. I'm going to go with Gurgel. Might be Gurgel. Uh, yeah, Gurgel sounds good. All right, let me know when you're ready. I am starting now. Good to go. All right, so one thing I do want to say right off the bat here is uh, is a giant thank you to uh, all of our wonderful listeners. Absolutely killing it on iTunes this week, Greg. Yeah, I mean, I was, uh, like I said, when I looked at it, I had checked, and it had been maybe a week or two since I looked at it, and uh, for, for the jump in reviews, I mean, nothing but thanks to everybody. Yeah, I don't remember what we were at before, but we uh, we currently sit at 147 ratings on iTunes. Wow, it's gone up since then. Oh, and, man. And, and a five-star review, uh, an aggregate five-star review, although 20 of you absolute jerks have given us four stars. <laughs> Uh, I'll take it either way. Four stars, basically a failing grade. Can I tell you what that I, uh, you know, we've been very lucky since we started this with what the reception has been, uh, which is honestly quite surprising to me because of how dumb most of it is. But we are we are incredibly lucky, and that was never more clear than uh, when I looked at some other iTunes reviews this week. My my former disgraced partner started a podcast of his own it's uh and you can all go check it out it's called the uh oh got it It, what does he call the podcast so the website is called defy life i feel comfortable saying that as uh you know he any traffic he gets from this podcast will almost certainly double his actual traffic and the podcast is called the defy life podcast because if you're going to learn one thing about my former partner it's that he just takes every idea i have and just sort of changes it around a tiny bit and and copies it. Um, he launched his podcast this week. They currently have 32 reviews. And Gregory, in one of the most impressive feats that I have ever seen, all 32 are one-star reviews. Ooh. That's, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. Like, that's honestly impressive, though. It is. It, it's, uh, it's on level with... Um, uh, who's that guy who was on ESPN... He was on Around the Horn for a long time, and then uh, they he unceremoniously was removed after some legal issues. I, I don't remember. Jay, J, uh, uh, what's his last name? Uh, it doesn't matter. Whatever. He started a podcast or tried to start a daily podcast uh, earlier this year um, with a fellow Around the Horn alum, and it, uh, it did not go well. Yeah. But that's what it reminds me of. And what really reinfo- was reinforced by this is that the internet is a nasty, nasty place. Yeah. To quote myself to to Anshu earlier, uh, filled with monsters cloaked in anonymity, and these reviews are are vicious, Gregory. Our reviews are are positive. Now, some people say kind of stupid, but that's part of the charm, and I accept that. These oh, are, I'm all in. These reviews. Uh, let me just read a couple of, a couple of the, the top ones up here. Uh, I give it one star only because iTunes doesn't offer a waste of time option. Wow. Uh, I would rather get ear cancer than listen to another second of this hot garbage. A lot of grave dancing. 
And, uh, you know, one of my favorites is a gentleman by the name of Mark Morales gave a one-star review to the Defy Life podcast saying simply, you should defy the urge not to kill yourself. Wow. (laughs) The internet, ladies and gentlemen. We are back to a different announcer for this uh, Bolander-Gurgel fight. Yeah, and can... Interesting. So you're watching on on your your television. I'm watching uh, on my computer. Uh, are you like uh do you have sort of an old old like like standard definition box going <laughs> no i don't i have uh just streamed through the internet to my tv this is not i do not have a widescreen display we've got black bars on I, both the left and the right side i also have the black bars well that's what i was saying that's what I, that's yeah. What I was, yeah this is not this is not a more modern widescreen display and all the other ones previously have been so i wonder where the uh the sort of fallback in technology has has come from. Uh, so Gordon Hayward, no giant surprise here, says, tells the Jazz he's declining his option to become a free agent. Now, what happens with him? We're going to find out in about a day. I'm excited for the start of NBA free agency. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, man. There's there's a lot of moves that are that are in the works. I'm sure. All right, Big John, going to. St- center of the ring. Did we miss the tail of the tape while I was going over those? We did. We did. Uh, I, I believe. Uh, bro, Gurgel was five eleven. Bolander uh, was six foot, and Gurgel's twenty six. Bolander, I believe, is twenty nine. Yeah, this seems like one of the the closer fights in terms of physical size because just from what I saw the screen caps of the other ones, it seems like a giant versus a midget. Yeah, Lockford, California versus uh, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. One of Interesting the great t- Oh yeah, I mean, when I think MMA, that's that's the rivalry I think of. <laughs> Um, interesting. He's grabbing the cage, and for anybody who uh, is keeping track with the unbelievably excellent season of The Ultimate Fighter, mm-hmm. um, saw that in last night's episode, one of the fighters was deducted a point. Now it ended up not mattering, but uh, for that exact thing, he grabbed the cage to prevent a takedown. It was it was an interesting move, knowing that that's been illegal for for many many years now. Uh, yeah, you think that's just a kind of a spur of the moment, you're not I, yeah. thinking about it thing. I think it's just instinct, you know. He's about to. He was le- definitely legitimately about to get taken down, and just oh. sort of reached back and, and held himself up. And Herb Dean, during a week filled with uh, referee controversy, mm. uh, based off the last uh, the last UFC event from Sunday, um, you know, it did a good job in that in that pre-taped fight from probably three months ago. <laughs> this is this is a weird little fight we have going on here this is uh, not the kind of exciting battle that we had last week yeah i mean you're gonna get this with with early ufcs um and a lot of the 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 primarily jujitsu style fighters which is what gurgel is mm. you know more than comfortable to to fight off of his back in these situations you're gonna get a lot of grappling and a lot of sort of grabbing and holding uh in, in most situations well that to me is the boring part of mixed martial arts yeah, I mean, it all depends on what you're watching. I mean, back in in this era, you know, really only one guy probably has the better grappling skills. Interesting, kicks to the legs with the shoe. Uh, not sure how fair that is. Uh, I'm sure Big John had something to say about it. Um, but you're going to get where one guy is highly skilled in grappling and the other guy probably may, may have been a wrestler but probably mm-hmm. – you know, doesn't have any like pure oh, jujitsu training. Is that, is that some, yeah, we got some blood. Yeah, that was a that was a. It came off of that straight 
straight left hand. He hit him Ooh. right in the face with it. And there is quite a while to go in this fight, so this got to think that this is going to open up fairly significantly. I mean, you would imagine just end up getting covered in uh, in blood, which is better than getting covered in poop, Chris. <laughs> That's where I was going to go with that. My friend <laughs> uh, read your review for the uh, UFC Fight Night 112, and I was pretty shocked to, uh, to see that there was no reference to the the uh, poop in the ring. It had been a very long weekend, and it was a very late Sunday evening. And I honestly didn't even notice it until I woke up. I woke up Monday morning because mm. they don't rep. They didn't say anything about it on on the actual telecast how that I can not, remember. How does Joe? Was Joe Rogan there? Because how does Joe nah, Rogan he, not talk he about doesn't, poop uh, in the ring? He, he doesn't do. He doesn't do anything but American. Ew, he gross. spit his. He just spit his mouthpiece out sure onto his did. back. Sure that did. was disgusting. <laughs> um, he doesn't do anything but American-based pay-per-views. I think he might okay. do Canada pay-per-views. I don't know. They haven't really run into that situation since he's his deal changed that I can remember. Gotcha. Um, but he, he doesn't travel um, internationally, and he doesn't do the FS1 or Fox fights anymore, gotcha. which is interesting considering you know. One of the big, one of the big things with the UFC is having him as their commentator. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure he, he brings in a, a lot of maybe casual MMA fans in this situation, um, but you know, obviously that's his choice as as the broadcaster, not wanting to have to travel and be away from family and things like that for extended periods of time. You know, 55 times a year. Hey, Gregory. Let's uh, you know, speaking of bringing in casual fans, I've got some uh, pretty exciting news, and. Uh... Booked a, a little guest spot on the other podcast, and that would be oh, for real. one uh, good friend of a comedian that we've made fun of on this podcast before, and I've called out. Thank God that they're not listening to it. Uh, then that would be that would be Ian Carmel, who we've made fun of. Sean Jordan will be coming on the podcast. Wow! Wow! What a get! Look very, at you, Chris. Very excited. Making moves. Sean. Very very Making... nice guy too. I've uh, had a good amount of Twitter exchanges with him, and. Uh, just a, a nice dude. And it's, it's always good when that's the case because, you know, I've had the opportunity to talk to a lot of people while I've been doing this kind of thing, especially in terms of athletes. And you're always pleasantly surprised when they're decent human beings. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, you can only sort of imagine, you know, some people and their egos. But I mean, obviously, Harold Howard comes to mind not <laughs> responding to our request for an interview. What a jerk. Um, I know. Who would who would have thought that a Twitter that had gone unmonitored and unchanged for a year and a half wouldn't get a response immediately? I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna recheck it. I'm gonna see if Howard Howard, <laughs> Harold Howard's got anything going on on Twitter. <laughs> but I'm hyped. I'm hyped to have Sean Jordan on. You know, it's a yeah. That is that's my, awesome, uh, one of my man. favorites. That's, yeah, that's a that's a that's a good get. And for anybody who's a big Doug Loves Movies guy, that's it's huge. We're the All Fantasy Everything podcast. Oh yeah, Harold Howard. Man, Bolander is just working the body in this in this position. Uh oh. Uh oh. Mm, stop. Um. Look, I mean, we have no responses, but Harold Howard is once again active on Twitter. Oh my. So I don't remember if I I deleted that tweet. I'm gonna I'm gonna send him another one. I was gonna say we may need to open this back up, Chris. Oh, for sure. All right. And also, this is this is fascinating because Harold Howard tweeting about the Chris Paul trade. No. 
Yes, I can't repeat big, exactly what it says, but yeah, he's a big Clippers guy. All right. Yeah. Well, he says how the f word does Adrian, assumedly Wojnarowski, not know that it's Decker. <laughs> so he's criticizing probably the best NBA reporter in the game right now. Oh, for I like sure, this. the best reporter. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I really. This is. This is why I really like Harold Howard. Yeah, he, 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 go, he goes for it. Not to call anybody out. No, he goes right for it. Let's see, when did he jump back into the... Looks like... I think it's been a little while. April, April, May... Did I miss... Does he have another... Is it possible he has two Twitters? Because uh, when we talked, he hadn't had a tweet for over a year and a half. It had been, yeah, it had been a long time. And there's no way I would have just missed all of these tweets. Not if he was tweeting in April. Oh, this is March 15th. Yeah, he he was tweeting back since March. March, February, the, even. The Twitter gods were not smiling down on us, Chris. January. Yeah, see, he, there must be a second copycat Harold Howard account. Look at this. He's peeling the cage up. Do you see this? That's amazing. He is trying to escape. I, what is, does he oh know that? God. Does he know that he uh, if he gets out, it doesn't count as a win? <laughs> this is, well, he's trying to go Royal Rumble rules and get was, his opponent under the cage. I was going to say this is not Hulk Hogan, King, uh, King Kong Bundy, WrestleMania two, trying to get out the door of the sure blue cage. Not, are you sure it's not Hulk Hogan, King Kong Bundy? I feel like I would recognize if it was King Kong Bundy. Okay, I just had another amazing idea, Greg. Oh, the, oh my God. Oh my God! Get King Kong Bundy and no. Hulk Hogan on. Both. I don't. I think King. I think Hogan's kind of a d bag, but but I would still let him come on the show. Why do? Oh my God, Greg! Why do we not have an old WrestleMania commentary? I mean, I'm fine with that. Like, would Here, that not be amazing? I mean, here's the only thing with that: a lot of those pay per views, you're talking about two to three hours of audio. Ah, oh, it's true. So, so Anshu and I were talking about doing NBA draft commentaries. I'm wondering if we could do like kind of the same thing with the wrestling commentaries, with the the WWE commentaries, and like you know we could record them on a we can record one on a Saturday like once a month, and just break it into four pieces. Yeah, we could definitely do something like that. I think WrestleMania commentaries would be unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, the hysteria surrounding the early WrestleManias would just be—it would just be wild. The question is, can we find them? Uh, WWE Network—they're all there. Piece of cake. What, what do you say when you say WWE Network? What is the so, WWE Network? So UFC Fight Pass is is an entire fight library of the UFC. They uh -huh. have live events on there. The WWE Network is essentially the same thing, and really, sort of the thing that changed the game. Okay. Um, I see now. It came. It came out several years ago, where it's it's ten dollars a month, and you basically get the entire backlog of WWE, including pay per views, and then you also get unlike the UFC Fight Pass, where the the Fight Pass, if to to watch a pay per view live, mm -hmm. you still need to pay whatever the sixty nine ninety nine it is that it costs. Mm -hmm. WWE Network, all those new pay per views are included for ten dollars in that ten dollars a month. Really, so, you get every paper. You get every pay per view for ten bucks a month. So basically, I spend $120 a year, and I get to watch every pay-per-view for 
that hundred and twenty dollars. I don't really have any interest in watching the current stuff, but that's I, I recognize that that's an incredible deal. Oh, it was it was one of the it was it was groundbreaking. It came out I think I think it's going on it's either third or fourth year of existence. And I mean it made it made big news when it first started. There's a ton of content on there. A lot of old stuff, raw, smackdown, all that all that fun stuff. Oh my um God, I want to do this. Yeah. So and this is actually a little bit more attainable. I'm trying to see how much of this I can actually uh I can actually see without having to go into the account. But so are we are we on WrestleMania 32? Yeah, that, that just happened sense, in right? February or, or April. So we could conceive this is a situation where we can conceivably catch up. Oh yeah, I mean we, we have a much better chance of catching up than than the UFCs because, I mean the UFCs think they have two pay per views alone in August or not in August in July. They have one next weekend, uh, the weekend of the seventh, and then they have one at the end, the last weekend of July. They have another pay per view. So effectively, and, we're catching we're we're creating. Like catching up on two a month. Uh, yeah, pretty and the, much. And there are there's a hundred and what hundred and twelve, which puts it at quite some time. Uh, we... No, there 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 are two hundred and oh, two hundred and thirteen is the next is the next UFC UFC two thirteen. All right. Uh, okay. Chris, we have a long road to hoe. Well, we are we are currently eleven in already, so we have made some uh, made some ground there. Doing some quick math, we have two of three times two hundred eleven. So it would be times twelve, eight and a half years until we catch up, Greg. As long as we well, don't, as long as we don't miss a week. Yeah, we don't miss a week, and yeah, so yeah, it, it's a whole thing. <laughs> I look forward to checking back in. So it's going to be right around right around Christmas time to uh, twenty fifth, twenty twenty five. Perfect. Uh, luckily, at that point, we'll be doing these commentaries in the same room, watching a giant screen in our amazing facility, which is probably going to be located in the sky in 2025. <laughs> if only, Chris. I think Bolander almost just laying on top of this dude, but but still throwing shots. He's not like he's inactive. He's throwing these high knees right into the guy's butt. No, but it's a little I'm, weird. I am. Yeah, that is a little bit weird. But I'm totally in for this WrestleMania. I don't see my only thing though. Is oh, I love so many of the early WWE thing, WWF oh, things. We're gi- we're giving away all of our all of our secrets here, Chris. What are we giving away? What are we? Giving I don't away? know. We're not giving away anything. It's a good point. But I'm saying I love so many of these things. At Chris, like, I, the Survivor Series. I would want to watch that. I would want to watch the Royal Rumbles for sure. Uh, I've I've done that. I've done the deep dive where I started the Royal Rumble one and then just try. I think. It wasn't this year's Royal Rumble. It was two years ago when I started at number one and tried to get through all of just the Royal Rumble matches mm. until like leading up to the pay per view. I think I, I think I flamed out around like ten or eleven just because of other other responsibilities. Sure. But it's yeah, you can only dedicate so many times, and especially because that Royal Rumble match is an hour plus each so, each time. So much time to the Royal Rumble. Um. Yeah, that's certainly true. What is the order? Do you know the order offhand? What do you mean? What the sequence of? Because uh, I, I would think that WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, Survivor Series would be the three I would want to watch. Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble is usually in the beginning of the year. It goes it, so Royal Rumble is like January time frame. Mm-hmm. 
WrestleMania occurs like late March, April. Uh-huh. Uh, it usually doesn't go any time past that. Um, and then uh, Survivor Series like is always November. Right? Yeah, yeah so. Thanksgiving. All right, so it would be Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, Survivor Series. Oh, man. I'm so into this. Royal Rumble in Philly this year, buddy. <sighs> I, I'm, I w- I'm into this. I went two years ago to Philly to the Royal Rumble, and that is the time. Oh, hey. 15-minute fi- fi- judge's decision here for Bolander and Gurgel. Right. Chris, any thoughts on who, who's getting the nod here? Oh, I really like I really like Bolander here because <laughs> look, I didn't watch a ton of this to be honest with you. I was pretty <laughs> fascinated by this whole WrestleMania Survivor Series Royal Rumble idea because I love the Royal Rumble. I just love it. Right, Royal Rumble's the best. And going back and watching all of those again, like I'm I'm totally into that. Now, am I willing to commit twenty dollars a month to UFC and wrestling? I'm not sure. We'll see how this whole advertising thing goes in the next couple of days. But I'm totally into this idea. <laughs> totally into Here we this. go. I love this. I love how they go to the judges, and the judges just have a sign with the person's name on it. I think they're going to do it, at least. I thought I saw one in the background. I know they did it last week. Look, if you look in the right, the, above uh, Gurgel in the, to the right, you have Big John stand-in. Yeah, it's fake Big John, <laughs> yeah. just in case. Just in case something happens to the the current Big John, yeah, it's uh, it's oh yeah, there it is. Oh, Bolander! I, I need them to do this now. I need this to be modern day. How the they fans show the judges. go nuts. The fans absolutely go nuts. Oh, there's multiple judges. Okay, Bolander. I would think there's only three judges, right? So Bolander just won. There is. Yeah, they had oh, to cut and, to the third and, guy, even though they didn't need his John opinion. John Legend's father also goes <laughs> Bolander. Uh, that's excellent. That All is right. absolutely excellent. All right, let's get out of this one. That works for me. Save a little bit of time here. Let's jump into the next fight, which is much shorter. Tank Abbott, Sam Adkins. This dude, this dude, Sam Adkins, he, this guy looks like he's a wrestler. We're going to find out here. Let me know when you're ready. Also, I've got one of these. I don't know who the wrestlers are, but they're staring at me, and the eye contact is uncomfortable. <laughs> I am hitting play now. Nice. For the Great Balls of Fire live event Sunday, July 9th at 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Pacific. Are Sam, are Sam Atkins and Tank Abbott the exact same person? Wait, what? Do you see this? Wait, wait. I'm can, Okay, we'll talk about this. Abbott's a street fighter, Atkins a boxer. Big differences off the bat. This, as always, really needs to speed up. Both are 31 years of age. Abbott six foot to Adkins six foot three. Abbott th- almost three hundred pounds. Couple bills under a couple a couple pounds under three hundred, and uh, Adkins is two sixty. Huntington, California, Houston, Texas. Look, here's what here's my issue comes up, is that I swear to God, that I in the preview for this, one of these guys looked like they were black. <laughs> And that's uh, why I, I'm confused right now. I'm looking. I don't even it. know. I, I mean, maybe. I'm I, I didn't look at the preview. I, I, I searched for it on the TV. So I'm looking for it. Don't you worry about it. Also, it occurs to me right now that I think we've officially done away with the wild card episodes because this would have been a wild card episode. Oh, yeah. I forgot. No. I thought we said we were going to do it every 10. 
Right, but this would and be we did, And we did one after five, the oh. lost Kimbo Slice episode. Oh, I don't know. We'll see. Eh. Probably best that we don't. Okay, so yes. In, in the Do- preview for this, Tank Abbott is going against Sam Atkins, and one of these fighters is black in the preview. Well... I feel like I feel like someone needs to fix that. It definitely would be Sam Atkins because I think ta- I know which one Tank Abbott is. <laughs> Though I'm not clear. Oh, that's great. Is it? it, it I, I I don't know. I, you feel like oversights like that are a little bit weird. Also, whoever wrote the copy for this is absolutely terrible. Uh, let me let me read you the fight description for Jerry Bolander, Fabio Gergel, making his return since UFC eight. Wrestler Jerry Bolander entered the cage against a promotional newcomer, Fabio Gergel. Making his return since UFC 8, they say, Greg. I, I, I got it. It's, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. Hey, uh, Tank is the UFC. It's a big sign. They got fans, man. Oh, we got some direct wave. We got some sponsorships coming on here for one. I'm going to go Henry Tank Abbott. Also, Jim Steiner. Mm. You were close. It's, it's, first of all, there's no Jim Steiner. But wait, wait, wait Scott and uh, Rick. Rick, Rick. First, yeah. of, okay. So let's get it. Let's get it clear right now. There's unquestionably a Jim Steiner. It's just I mean, not probably. something you're familiar with. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I agree with that. There probably is a Jim Steiner definitely somewhere. Is. No, there's definitely. Is. I'm checking. He was just not a member of the Steiner Brothers. Uh, Jim, a Steiner Law Office. Contact Jim Steiner for ver- your verdicts and settlements. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. Questionable stamina under Tank Abbott's uh, uh, title card. I don't I don't see that. Jim Steiner does accept all major credit cards and PayPal. Uh, I've actually considered moving to Georgia just so I could buy a house from current real estate mogul Rick Steiner. Is that true? The actual Rick Steiner. That is exciting. That that's the he's, way to go. He's also on like a city council or something down <laughs> there too. I. I I hope to God he wears his wrestling tights. I, I deep dive. Well, what's funny is they let him run under Rick Steiner. Yeah. But that's not his actual name. Like, his no. real name is, like, it's, like, Jeff Rick Steiner. Like, his last name is, like, some ridiculous German thing that actually is pronounced, like, Rick Steiner. All right. They're he, the Rick Steiner brothers. He is listed as a real estate broker on his I told you. Page. I told you. I believed you. I just think it's amazing that he's listed as a real estate uh, real estate broker and a semi-retired yeah. professional wrestler. Yeah, not a multi-time world tag team champion. Oh, let's see. Do we have anything about what his name is? Personal life. Steiner has three sons. No, they don't give me his real name. It's got to be on the right-hand side. You know, it's up not, under like you, a little picture. I know. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm an idiot. Robert Rick Steiner. Yeah, there we go. See, I was close. Absolutely, you were very, very close. Born in Michigan, 56 years old. (laughs) I love that he's listed as a real estate broker. Unbelievable. Because that is who I would want to buy real estate from. Yeah, Rick Steiner. I'd be in for it, I guess. All right. Honestly, any former professional wrestler that's doing real estate, I would probably buy from. Not super fly, Jimmy Snuka. Plus, I think he's dead. He is dead. Oh, we so, got a takedown here. Immediate takedown from Tank Abbott. The tank takes him down. On top of uh, on top of the other gentleman whose name is Mr. Adkins. Sam Adkins. And uh, Adkins has got uh, 
Oh, he's Man. got some weird wet spots on his pants. <laughs> he, he did. These guys are really all gripping the cage, trying to pull it down. Yeah, this fight's almost over. And it has just begun. I guess that leads to the questionable stamina. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, obviously, <laughs> Tank, knew like the book was, Tank knew the book was out on his stamina because the UFC was making a big deal about it. He just got raked across the eyes. <laughs> and I love that Atkins is just kind of like chilling with his feet up on the cage. Yeah, he's relaxed. Yeah, he got a little punch in there. Oh, what is, can he just like, uh, what's his name? Can Abbott just like put his knee down on the guy's head and try and crash, crush the guy's skull? Is that I mean, I guess, I guess technically, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, it seems like any, oh my God, he is absolutely wrapped up into a ball, a six foot, 300 pound ball. Of uh, of Scott Adkins, Sam Adkins. Whatever. I love doing podcast. <laughs> Look, it's the important thing. What, what was I calling that guy last week? Uh oh, you mean uh, oh uh, yeah, Dan Fox. it was Don Fry. Dan Fox. You called him like Dan Fox. Yeah, <laughs> Foxy, UFC oh. Hall of Famer Dan Fox. <laughs> He's a good man. Good man. Dan Unbelievable, Fox. Chris. Always paid his sleep fees on time, and that's really the important thing. Uh, well, why wouldn't he? I don't know. I should ask your brother. <laughs> uh, we got a lot of league fee issues going on. <laughs> I, I I almost had to lose it at uh, the soccer establishment yesterday for okay. sending. Na- We've played in this in this league for the last year and a half and have uh-huh. had no issues paying. Okay, there's the hold on. Just this one is, second. We got the tap. Yeah. Uh, at yeah. Scotty Atkins tapped out. Also known as Sam Atkins. Tank Abbott is your winner. Does not even look like he's slightly tired. That that was a really difficult position for Adkins' neck pressed up against the cage like that. Yeah, he, 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 he tried he, to rip it, it off. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good tap. It was a, it was a good idea to tap there. It was you a notice, tough one. You noticed there was no uh, no handshake, no little celebratory hug between the fighters? Yeah, I had a feeling. Well, Tank Abbott's not a, not a congratulations guy, and uh, I don't think Adkins was super happy. Is that Tito Ortiz? It was. It was Tito Ortiz in Abbott's corner. And wow. And we'll find out next fight, won't we? Uh, we will. But oh. the, that's that's amazing. It is it is crazy going back and seeing these uh, these old fights. And when you see guys who are eventually going to be in there that are mm-hmm. like in the corners of guys, and you know, it's it's very it's very funny to see kind of where they came from. Right. For instance, there was the whole Gracie family, and there was that one super young child. A lot of people don't know that, but it's Vince McMahon. <laughs> I don't know if that's accurate. Pretty sure it is. Let's move on to Brian Johnston versus Rezi Nazari. Reza Nazari. Apologies to Mr. Nazari. <laughs> uh, uh, I am ready, Chris, whenever you are. Give me one sec. All right, we're going. All right. You can go ahead and finish your soccer league fee story because I can have to oh, yeah. with this kind of thing. So they, I mean, they always they always send out their ridiculous another another <laughs> fight where the guys look almost identical. Look at how bad the typeface is and how uneven it is. It's not even Brian Johnson's <laughs> name is in is is not in the text box. No. Uh, Nazari, a Greco-Roman wrestler, to Johnson's kickboxer and judo discipline. Nazari. 27 to Johnson's 27. Oh, speeding it up. 5'11 for Nazari, 6'4 for Johnson, 205 Nazari, 235 for Johnson. Uh, Iran versus California. I was waiting for you to try to pronounce it. And I'm just, Iran works for me. All it right. works too. All right. 
Sorry, I've cut you off twice now. Soccer. It's fine. It's fine. They send out this nasty email okay. that, like, you're not going to be allowed to play if you don't all pay today. Well, guess what? I get paid on Friday, uh-huh. and I'll pay when I want to. Is, if, this, if, is this Philly Sport and Social out of curiosity? No, 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 no. It's not. It's they're bastards. Yeah. So, but like, but like, I just didn't have I didn't have the patience for for this at all. Like, we've paid every time. We spent multiple seasons where we didn't win any games or maybe won one game. Mm-hmm. Like, we're gonna pay you. Take it easy. Yeah. You guys scam us out of enough money and schedule games at 10.45 at night during the week. Oh, my like, God. Get out of my true? face. Dude, we had a game once that started at 11. 11. I like the, the accuracy of that. The, oh, the yeah. The specifics of the time. They're like, look, the, the field's going to be free at 11.08. Just settle down. <laughs> uh, it, 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 was, it, it was just a joke. And then we got blown out last night, which wow. wasn't fun. Well, look, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. We – my 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 – Fellowship House League team uh, won one by twenty points. So I'm pretty congratulations happy. to them. I don't even I missed Without I missed tu- I missed Tuesday's game for uh, for our Plymouth team um, for basketball because I was at a Steve Miller band concert with Peter Frampton. Can you do me a little favor? And this is just just a little from me from uh, from you to me kind of deal. I'll see, I'll super appreciate that. If you get the opportunity to accidentally need McCabe in the nuts, do that for me. I can't promise anything, Chris. You can't promise you won't, though. <laughs> That's also true. Look, if you can do that and get video of it, I'll pay for your WrestleMania. Well, all right. <laughs> Let's see what I can do. Brian Johnston, just Ameri- he's back. Back for the second week in a row with his American flag shorts. I don't remember him even a little. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Now I do. <laughs> now I do, all you unfortunately. Was the, uh, all you needed was a shot of the shorts. You were yeah, back in? Yeah, the incredibly tight American flag shorts. I unfortunately do remember that now. Not not him as a fighter at all. Not him as a kickboxer, a Golden Glove champ who wrestler has wrestling and judo experience, and I couldn't really read the rest. That's fine. Whoever this guy is staring at me on the WWE Network page is, is literally terrifying right now. He kind of looks like kind of looks like Johnston a little bit. I'm gonna have to long hair. No, it's very short hair. I'm gonna I'm gonna look and see who's in the uh, the Great Balls of Fire event for WWE this this upcoming week, and uh, it's a very famous wrestler. Um, we're gonna see. This is uh, it's on Sunday, July 9th. For the record. is it Brock Lesnar? It probably is. Yeah, I think it's Brock Lesnar. That's Chris, correct. Chris, Chris, Chris. You're right. That's who that is. But he's terrifying. Like this giant blue. Like baby blue eyes, just staring into my soul right now. Yeah, he's a scary guy. We'll see him. Uh, we'll see him in some future UFCs. Yeah, in like six and a half. Dude, years. the guy behind, like fake Ken Shamrock. That actually might just be Ken Shamrock. Seriously, to the no, right I, of the. I announcer. think it might actually be. <laughs> <clears throat> I was gonna say fake Shamrock, but then I realized that's probably Ken Shamrock. Yeah, it's basically he's just like, why did they stop inviting me to these things? Yeah. <laughs> When's the last time we saw Shamrock? Uh, it was like three, uh, uh, three ago, uh, right? I mean, we didn't see least, it, but he was in that big tournament. He, he was in like the super fights uh, from like UFC like five through seven, I think, or six to eight. Yeah. Yeah, always see, it seemed like and he we, was always in the super fight. Yeah. Yeah, because they knew how to market him. Uh, Johnston looks angry. And you know what? 
The reason why you probably don't see him is because this is probably around the time where he joined the WWF. He probably wasn't allowed to do both. Mm. Gotcha, gotcha. This is a uh, WWF probably a little bit uh, easier physically. Uh, not by much. This, I mean, is, this is very an interesting, an interesting ring girl bathing suit. I don't know how I feel about it. I actually wore a similar bathing th- a bathing suit this weekend. Um, if that is Ken Shamrock yep. wearing just a vest, Respect. no shirt. Just a vest. Respect. It's got to be right. How can it? How can that not be Ken Shamrock? Yeah, it, it, I would almost imagine it has to be. Oh, immediate shot by Nasri. Really, not doing well. Ooh. Oof. Yeah. That's... Knee to the stomach from Johnston. Yeah, that's not great. Nasri doesn't look to be in the best shape in the world. <laughs> Johnston Absolute just slammed to the ground. This has got to be over in a second, right? Headbutt, 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 punch. Oh, vicious punch, and it's over. And it's over. Big John just saved that guy's life. Saved that guy's life and... And honestly... Broke Brian Johnston's nose in the process. Big John did? Yep, Big John broke Brian Johnston's nose with his shoulder. Oh, that's kind of funny. Uh, Honestly, we might be at war with Iran if he did not stop this fight. Yeah, that was a tough one. I mean, he... Johnston wasted wasted no time, and he's yelling and screaming and... Yeah, Big John broke his nose. Okay, so that's during why, the fight, and that's why Johnston. There's an injury replacement. Uh, no, nah, Johnston stays on. No, you cannot fight with a broken nose. Stop it. There's oh, no Johnston way. stays on, buddy. There's no way he broke his nose. Then I just don't buy that. If he didn't break it, he certainly damaged it as he was bleeding from it pretty bad. There's, there's no athletic commission, and I know that this was kind of, kind of a, like loose with the rules back here but there's no there's no athletic commission there's no hey, pat patterson <laughs> and there's no sport that would let somebody go and fight with a broken nose yeah he may it may not be broken but it's certainly all right well look i know what i'm getting you for christmas and it's going to be one of those brian johnston vests <laughs> well thank you you're very welcome. i certainly appreciate that all right let's uh, let's save ourselves a minute here and we'll jump right into this next fight, which I believe is another... Oh, no, this is a fairly short one. <laughs> Gee, I wonder who's going to win this. Mark Coleman versus uh, Julian Sanchez, Gregory. I'm pulling it up now. Yeah, this one. This one's a tough one to predict, Chris. I don't know. Oh, what? That's... <sighs> Let me know when you're ready, and I'm going to complain about <laughs> something. Hang on, hang on. Oh, my... My, oh, my, oh, my. I hate when they do this. All right. I am starting now. All right. So the up next for me is Brian Johnston versus Mark Coleman. <laughs> I love it. Julian They're Sanchez. So look at this guy. He looks like he's should be working at a gas station. <laughs> Honestly, kind of looks a little bit like Ian Carmel, ironically. <laughs> I mean, he looks like he just looks like a regular dude. We're back to the re- every other dude is jacked minus Tank Abbott. I don't know what that discipline is. That's a sax, Greg. Uh, he's a 23 year old <laughs> to his Julian Sanchez to Coleman's wrestling discipline. 31 year old, six foot one. Coleman six three. Sanchez 250 for Coleman. 300 for Sanchez. Columbus, Ohio versus San Antonio, Texas. I mean, who would have thought the Cavs Spurs uh, rivalry would have started between because of these two? It's very real. And I just gave the Cavs the, the the fact that they're from Cleveland. I just threw Columbus in there. Yeah. Julian Sanchez, sh- I mean, let's let's be honest. 
at this point in the UFC, he does not look a guy that's going to be in there and okay. competing. I know who he looks like. Oh, God, what's his name? What is his name? The, the actor who played the president after Martin Sheen on West Wing. Uh, the, the, the Colombian guy. And I then, never watched West Wing. First, West Wing's awesome. You should watch, watch West Wing. But, oh, my God, what's his name? And then he was in a bunch of other failed shows. He's, like, one of the most popular like, Mexican that kind of actor. And, uh, is it Jimmy Smith? Jimmy Smith. There it is. Good job, Greg. This he guy does look like, like a Jimmy he Smith. Does look like a Jimmy Smith. Dumber, overweight, younger brother. I, I mean, I get. I, I don't know if I want to say dumber. I feel like that's mean. I know, but he does not look intelligent. All right. Well, I'm gonna give some credit to Smith for being reasonably intelligent. I mean, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. I don't know, but that guy looks like Jimmy Smith. Good job on that pool, by the way. I was, oh, yeah. I was searching for. for the fighting styles, and I am uh, looking for ASAX fighting style. There are a bunch of just made-up words, by the way. Um, so, uh, I wonder if this is an acronym. I think it is. It's got to be, right? I think it is. Because I'm looking for the different fighting styles in MMA on some like super weird, crappy web page. Is it a GeoCities web page? I wish it were, Greg. I wish it were. Oh. <laughs> uh- Fire. Got it. What's up? Angel Fire is was another one like weird website it, hosting it company. An, it wasn't This is an Angel Fire website. <laughs> That's when you could just be like, here's have your own free website hosted by <laughs> Angel Fire. You just had it had to be like deepishthoughts.angelfire.com. Exactly. That's fine. Uh, so unfortunately, it's also a, it's also to do with coding. So I'm having a hard time finding what exactly ASAX is. I'm not one to tell you how to Google, Chris. I would just assume ASAX fighting style UFC 11 would come up with something. Well, that was my first ASAX fighting style was my first search. I figured, but all right, I'm just having a hard time because I think it's a subset of something else. And it very well could be. Let's see if. You know what it probably isn't? Successful in mixed martial arts. <laughs> yeah, see, it keeps coming up like uh, reason to play a lot of a lot of Julian Sanchez tribute pages. I cool. understand. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much exclusively, and most of them are mine. Wait a second, second. They just the guy doing, and I thought he looked familiar. The guy doing the announcing, it said Rick Goings, not Rich, as it did for the first four oh, UFCs. Oh, the G-Man. The G- Rick, the G-Man Goings. First of all, like that he changed Rick. I feel like it flows better. It does. Number two, he looks a lot less like Joe Buck's dumber, dumber, younger. Yeah, yeah. No, I take him more seriously now as Rick Goings. I mean, Rick Goings sounds much like, like a much more like legitimized name. All right, so look. Here's all I'm finding here. I find it as, as an example of something else. For instance... On this uh, tripod page, pit fighting, <laughs> pit fighting is a style that combines two or more pre-existing styles. Strictly speaking, the majority of modern martial artists are hybrid styles. Some of the recent ones, this is not good English. Some of the recent ones to have competed in the UFC are Ruvas Tudo, shoot fighting, Moyi Do, pit fighting, trap fighting, Josun Do, Asax, and Safta. So, 
I just, sure. I just keep finding it as an example of something else. I certainly miss the days of pit fighting. Where is Paul Varlins when you need him? He's a good fighter. What happened to him? I don't know, man. We haven't seen him in a while. I don't know if we see him again. I think we might. I think we might see him over the next couple. I can't remember. Oh, we have an 11 and a half coming up. I saw that on the next one. Yeah. That, that we, 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 I know we skipped seven and a half, but I feel like 11 and a half we might need to do. I forget what it is. Okay, so Paul Varlin's last fought. Oh, interesting. Uh, <laughs> Paul Varlin's last fought in February 8th, 1998. Um, he won against a man who we've talked about in the past, Greg, and that would be one Dick Fridge. <laughs> Stop. I'm not kidding. That's hilarious. And this Coleman... been, this happened in uh, in the in Amsterdam, the Netherlands. I don't know huh. what, what kind of association, but interesting. Oh, I'm sorry. It is uh, Rings Holland, the King of the Ring. Wow, Coleman with an immediate takedown. King of the Ring stole from WWF. Unbelievable. Julian Sanchez just covering up, just nothing for him in this situation. And you have to think Coleman, the UFC 10 champion, is wasting little time here. You know what, Gregory? I think we're going to see Paul Varlins next week. Ooh, at 11 and a half? Because I believe that is called Ultimate Ultimate. Yes. And he takes he happens to take part. Oh, is this over? Jesus. That is a tap. That is a tap. Julian Sanchez. I missed all of Julian Sanchez's fighting career. You know what, Chris? You didn't miss a lot. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was a pretty quick takedown from Coleman uh, preceded by... A bunch of punching and a modified headlock that included his arm. Like, this honestly looks like the kind of thing where there's some guy sitting in the stands and he's, like, talking crap on one of the fighters. And the fighter's like, come on in here and fight me. That's, that's what I feel. I mean, honestly. Because there's no other way that that guy should have been allowed to fight. I mean, All yeah, right. that's, a, that's a tough matchup. That's well, a tough matchup there. Well, this is fun because we're going to see another new fighter here in the, in the semifinals round or the quarterfinals round. Wait a second. I have a problem, Gregory. Go ahead. I do not have the championship fight. Christopher, continue on. We will get to that when we get to it. All right. Uh, okay, well, we're going to have some time here because Scott Ferrazzo and Tank Abbott is a 28-minute fight. Let me know pulling when up, you're ready. I'm pulling, I'm pulling up the uh, acclaimed Scott Ferrazzo fight as we speak. Okay, this is weird now. It's not that weird. No, it, it is. Because Tank Abbott and Sam Adkins, again, it shows a black guy in the ring. Right. But they're, neither of those people are black is my thing. It's true. I'm ready when you are. All right, let's get into that. Uh, yes, we're going to see, we're gonna see Mr. Uh, Varlins next week. Spoilers, he's going to drop one to Kima Leopoldo. Eh, well, what can you do? And that will be the end. <laughs> Scott Ferrazzo. So we have a, sec <laughs> a second consecutive guy just pulled out of the stands to fight one of the fighters. All right, so Abbott is a street fighter to Ferrazzo's pit fighting. There you go. 31 for both of them. So nice, even matchup, I can only imagine. Uh, six foot for Abbott, five ten for Ferrazzo, spelled very differently than it is both on the card and in everything else. <laughs> Ferrazzo goes 350 at five foot ten to Tank Abbott's six foot two ninety eight, and the, the VHS tape is cutting out. Here. I mean, wow! <laughs> Huntington, California, and unfortunately, I missed where Mr. Ferrazzo uh, hails from. Oh, oh, he is from uh, Sh Shakopee, Minnesota. Oh, good, good. 
Shake a pee. smoking Very a weird sounding name. Like is, Brazo, I've never seen anybody happier to be here. I mean, he literally couldn't be any happier. And I love that his shirt says redemption, considering we've uh, only seen him once before. And I'm pretty yeah, I, sure he lost badly. Dan, Dan Fox in the corner of Scott Ferrazzo, understatement of the year. Is that true? Danny Fox is I, in the corner? I just saw Dan Fox pat him on the shoulder as he entered the ring. I think it's maybe just like he knows the guy and he thinks he's about to die, so he stopped by the ring. I mean, this is – I mean, Ferrazzo is extremely excited. He's talking with Big John. Yeah, he's so little and not. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. This is uh, – this is going to be – one. there he is. There's Dan Fox. It is Dan Fox. Oh, Unbelievable. Boy. He claimed – showing up. The acclaimed UFC Hall of Famer and champion, Dan Fox. Good job. Good job. He is, you know, he's trying to, to steal some of the luster from Gary Goodrich, who is... <laughs> what, by training every fighter? Known You're right. to train everyone. And Abbott rolling in just absolutely squad deep. I mean, there's a lot of people. Tito Ortiz, with his hands up, I believe that's him, taking all of the glory from Tank Abbott. Shocking that Everybody. he's one of the most selfish UFC fighters in the history of the game. Everybody couldn't believe it. Now. Yeah, they all and the black guy, him. he split away from the rest of the group. I would, I would too. Who wants to travel with these clowns? Uh, I don't know. Probably uh, wasn't Tito Ortiz. Now that I realized he was towards the front, but either way, that guy sucks. Well, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Uh, I, how is this a? Tr- Wait a second. Oh uh, yeah, Chris. Wait, how is we're this in a for the long haul, buddy? Fight? We're in it for the long haul. How is Ferrazzo? How does Ferrazzo go? I, I mean, fifteen minutes, right? Or is it a twenty minutes? Semifinals. The uh, max is eighteen. 18 minutes. So Ferrazzo is going to go to an 18-minute draw with with Tank Abbott. That's crazy. I mean, Chris, the the UFC gods are smiling down upon us today that we get to see these two titans of sport battle. I don't think that's the case. <laughs> I mean, I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm in on this. All right. Because I feel like in about four minutes, we're going to be discussing awful takes by Philly sports writers. That I'm upset about. Yeah, I have free agency starting pretty soon. <laughs> All oh. right, well, Ferrazzo beat Sam Fulton in one of those uh, little play-in matches that we don't get to see, and uh, this dude is ready to go. He I mean, is absolutely ready to go. I, I mean, I, I mean, I respect the excitement. I, yeah, I feel like I feel like he's using a lot of his energy pregame, though. That's, I mean, it might be true. It's, it's a lot to do. That might be true. Tank's taken seriously. Little bit angry that uh, he's in this position and got to fight this, got to fight this scrub, because uh, a lot of people know that scrubs are guys that ain't gonna get no love from me. <laughs> Sitting on the passenger side of their best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. I would never, I would never, Chris. There's tassels. I <laughs> had the tassels really yeah. blasting. So. I mean, I noticed it. I noticed it one or two fights ago. Uh, interesting, interesting mid '90s fashion. All right. Well, uh, what's his name? Shamrock took off. He's gone. He can't take it anymore. I guess he knew what was coming. Must have. Oh, these guys are just going to slug. Oh, uh, if this becomes a huge slug fest, I guess I don't remember this fight. If this becomes a huge slug fest, this is oh going to be amazing. God. I mean, Ferrazzo just, just really crushing the back of Tank Abbott's skull. Oh, my goodness. This is a, a lot of meat in the ring right now, Gregory. <laughs> so, I mean, to be honest, Chris, I feel like they're going to use a lot of energy early. And we are going to get a lot of lag Ooh. time. Just 
both fighters just trying to land. Oh my god, trying to land blow after blow. Ferrazzo, a little side suplex, and then Abbott just runs him headfirst into the cage. I'm I'm literally amazed that cage didn't collapse with the amount of weight that just got thrown up against it. This is these a- guys are a combined 550 pounds. Uh, I think you're uh, no. you're far far conservative. Six fifty. There you 650. go. There you go. Dan Fox, uh, you know, ushering some words of wisdom from the sidelines. Very exciting. She, yeah, cheering oh. him on. Oh, Scotty! Scotty F is bleeding from above his uh, right eye. Wow, tank doing damage. Me. Did not t- is oh, so I'm now I want to know what oh, I don't know Sh- I shouldn't spo- spoil the surprise I guess because something clearly happens. And because as there is no championship fight, is that butt crack or is that just like back fat? <laughs> I think it's back. Uh, fat. I, oh, oh, that hurts. Yeah, that's a t- that's a tough. That's a that's a dead that's a dead leg knee right there. Oh man, you know what occurs to me now is I feel like that that cut we were talking about a couple of fights ago never really became anything. No, it really didn't. Cause Bolander to have to pull out though. Oh, oh, is that that's what happened? They couldn't get the yeah. under control. And that's that's how we got to be graced by uh, Scott Ferrazzo. And Dan I Fox. love this. There oh. is a fight going on, and we have a single shot of Dan, of Don Fry, a.k.a. Dan Fox, leaning over the cage, screaming words of encouragement to Scott Ferrazzo. Oh Don't God. worry about the fight camera, guys. Oh! We're gonna, we're gonna, oof. Jeez. Oh. Brutal elbow coming back. Oh, my goodness. If Ferrazzo was in any kind of shape, he might be a decent fighter. I mean, honestly, Abbott trying to pick him up and slam him is a tough one. Yeah, that's like wow. Hulk, that's Hulk Hogan trying to slam the uh, the Undertaker, or, uh, or, uh, or uh, what's his name, Andre, Andre the John. I knew where you were going. Uh, I knew where you were going. <laughs> Find that on our Re- WrestleMania three episode. Yeah, tune in for that of uh, uh, the aforementioned. That'll be sometime in September, I'm guessing. <laughs> That'll air seven months from now. <laughs> That's probably true. Oh, no, but man, I'm, I'm this. If you're in for this WWE thing, I'm in for this WWE thing. Chris, I mentioned covering WWE for the website months ago, and I was I was scoffed at. I did not scoff at you. All right, you may not scoff. Are we taking a water break? I think we want to check the cutout. I think we're gonna have the doctors check the cutout just to make sure it's okay to proceed. You don't want that blood going into the eye. Tang Abbott's like, please stop this fight. Oh, I wish I could remember his name because you would definitely know who it is. But I had a, a ref that refed a bunch of our summer league games in the country summer league a couple of years ago. And Charlie something. And uh, three times during a game in the summer, he called a referee's timeout for a water break. Well, can't do that, but okay. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, you definitely can't do that. All right, so the fight Man. will continue. There is some just I mean, these guys are really throwing. I did not expect it to the, the amount of punches to be going on this long. Wait, all right. Back up one second because I feel like you you called me out here. <laughs> I did not scoff at you. I I know. I I I'm being more more facetious than anything, but uh I, it was it was it was very funny. But now we're all in. Yeah, I'm definitely in. I, we'll figure out the logistics of it, but maybe it's like a, maybe it'll be like an early Saturday thing, so nobody really has their day their whole day wasted or anything. I don't know. We'll figure out what works for everybody, but but yeah, it'll be good. 
I could, uh, that might be excellent. My time, it would be getting up super early, <laughs> getting up at like six o'clock in the morning to watch Royal Rumble. Hey, listen. Only, only imagine the energy I'm going to have for that one. I mean, we'll be we'll, we'll be out here grinding, Chris. That's what we're here for. Hey, if people listen and people keep rating, reviewing, and being as kind as they are, then you know we will do whatever nonsense you want us to. We are oh, dan- dancing monkeys at this point. I, Chris, I'm perfectly fine with that. <laughs> I, this is this is a lot more of the speed that I expected this fight to go, where Tank Abbott is holding Ferrazzo up against the cage. Literally because his fingers are interlocked in the cage and Ferrazzo cannot go anywhere. Yeah. He is pummeling Abbott's oh, head with punches, really though. Bleeding from both eyes, it looks like. Yeah, it's not good. So we got um, we got three emails about advertising on podcasts for the website. Wow, and, look at this. And uh, one of them was my show with Anshu. The other one was this particular show right here. And the third, absolutely randomly, was a show called Shooting the Breeze, which, while well done... Has only like seven episodes, and the last one was done about two months ago. Well, hey, I mean, get those guys on the horn. I already told them, and they said they'd be in the studio, but I'm not confident that that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, uh, off-season NBA podcasts don't necessarily uh, have a lot of thunder behind well, them. They talk. Well, first of all, you could have an excellent. Anshu and I did a very, very easy hour and thirty-five minutes yesterday. That could have could have been four hours. With no problem, literally just talking about, like the the draft recap was literally like the last four minutes of it. it was, yeah, I feel like it was a good hour talking about, you know, Jimmy the Jimmy Butler trade and uh, what the Celtics should be doing and stuff like that. So I'll tell you what I'll tell you about the Jimmy Butler trade. Tell me, every single person in the Bulls franchise should be fired. Why? 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 Uh, you can't give up that extra pick. You cannot yeah. give up that extra pick for that. Yeah, that that is the thing that ruins that trade. That hurt. That did, for sure. And it was uh, especially ironic since the player who Minnesota took with that number 16th pick, which they got from the Bulls, was the player that both of our resident Bulls fans, Anshu Khanna and Tankathon's Matt Hoover, who were doing the NBA Draft podcast with me, projected for the Bulls to take at 16. Yeah, it's a t- it's a tough one. I also don't necessarily know how much I how much I love that marketing pick. I feel like yeah, I Malik know. Monk probably would have been a better guy Dennis to go there. Dennis Smith Jr. also would have been a good pick. There's a lot of guys I would have taken above Markinen. Markinen, it's not to say that he's a bad player. It's mm. just to say that with whatever you're gonna do by trading your best player on your in the face of your franchise, yeah, probably want a guy that you can really really count on to to step up. Well, they're they're got to be putting a lot of faith in Zach Levine at this point, and you know he scored almost 19 points a game last year, you know as a third option for that Timberwolves team behind Cat and Andrew Wiggins. So it's fair, like I think he could be a 23 and a half, 24 point a game guy on that Bulls team. Maybe not the most efficient guy in the world, but I think he could be a 23 and a half, 24 point a game guy. Yeah, but you have to worry about him coming off that knee. Yeah, we talked about that too. You know, are the Bulls because they're they're unquestionably in let's call it rebuild mode, as to not say tank mode at this point. And uh, you wonder if they might fill it off with seventy sixers in, and just sit Zach for the season, considering that he only got hurt in February. A year is next February. I don't know if he was a sixer, he would not be playing next year. He would not be. Also, Chris, we have ten more minutes in this fight. Mm-hmm. Yes, unbelievable. Do. It's a lot of pressing up against the cage and heavy breathing. Yeah, it is. It's two guys rubbing themselves against each other up against the cage. 
I'm pretty confident this exact fight happened outside of a bar in like Idaho. Like same guys, just that's where it happened, and that's what spurned the idea of the UFC. Okay, a question now is going to bother me until the until the day I die. What did what is that guy Scott Ferrazzo just whisper in Tank Abbott's ear? I I don't know. I, I mean, that's like yeah, that's your lost in translation moment. Oh man, I want to know. Uh, <laughs> one of the I think it looks like Abbott is physically holding Ferrazzo up at this point. I, I think he is. He's at least holding him against the cage so he can't free himself. Because Abbott, uh, you know, we questioned his Ooh. stamina earlier. He doesn't have a lot going for him right now. And he is eating knees to, oh. the, to the midsection. Yeah, these guys are not in good shape. Um, Christopher, quick, quick thoughts yeah. on uh, Ben Simmons not playing in the summer league. I know it's not really a new story because it's been out there, but I don't care. I, I, need, I, don't... I need more. Yeah, we need more we're, highlights. We're going to see more. I, mean, I don't know. They're being cautious. First of all, let's let's all admit that, and I feel like even the Sixers could come out at this point and be like, hi, we got you. Uh, ben Simmons was healthy in like late February last year. Oh, yeah. I, there's no doubt. He's been fine. Like We saw all those crazy dunks and stuff that he was doing. He was in practice. and I mean, technically he had limitations, but it didn't seem like there were any physical limitations with the stuff that he was doing by himself. Um, yeah, it doesn't bother me. I'm uh I'm excited that Jonah Bolden's going to be playing in summer league. I'd like to see I'd like to see Corkmus play since it looks like he's coming over next year, but he's got some uh, some obligations with the Turkish national team. Uh, I'd like to see uh, Pesajnik's play, and I'm not sure why he's not honestly, but it looks like uh, in terms of Philadelphia 76ers, the only guys, the only actual Sixers that'll be on the roster are uh, are Fultz, Luwabu Cabarro, and Jonah Bolden. I was just assuming that T.J. McConnell would play in the summer league because I feel like he does every year anyway. No, I mean, he wasn't – was he there? Yeah, I guess he was there last year. But I feel like th- last year was the year he kind of established himself as an NBA player. Yeah. So he, he made he made it clear that all those jokes about what men's league team he'd be on next year kind of went away. Right. Now it's what men's league team he's going to be on in like 14 years. Yeah, exactly. What big three team will he get oh drafted by? Uh, did you watch any of it? I I didn't. I didn't. I, I watched. Couldn't. I watched the first game and like the first couple of seconds of the second game, and the first game was like Mike Bibby, Richard Lewis, people like that in the game. Jason Williams, uh, Marcus Evans, Jason Williams. So like I tweeted this out pretty early on because for whatever reason, the um, the games happen a day before they're televised. That, I don't understand it. That's yeah. why I didn't watch. So I, you know, I already knew a lot of the stuff that was going to happen, and I was kind of, I was kind of just like catching up on stuff on Twitter as it was happening, not intentionally, just through my Twitter feed, and uh, just riveted, <laughs> refreshing my feed nonstop to see what the latest big three info was. But um, I saw that both Maggetti and and Jason Williams got hurt. Jason Williams tore his ACL, and uh, is out six to eight months. And I wonder, maybe this wasn't such a good idea. It's not that it's not a great idea. It's just that you have guys that are going all out. You know, their bodies can't do it anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's just, you know, it's tough. It's definitely very tough to see that. And you hate to see a guy go down in game one with an ACL. Especially Jason you know? Williams, because this is kind of the format that he was always made for. Oh, he was, he was 
built for it. This was exactly what you always wanted to see out of him. I was, I was really he like he was the one guy I was real excited to watch play because you know he was going to do like crazy stuff. It was going to be fun. It was going to be worth watching. Obviously, I wanted to see Iverson too, but it seems like. You know, Iverson, interestingly, while he was never willing to come off the bench during his NBA career, Iverson's pretty much content to be a role player on his big three team. Hey, listen, sometimes you got to realize age catches up to you. I guess. Could have made millions and millions of dollars as a bench guy in the NBA, but couldn't come off the bench there. Oh, yeah. just I mean, some people just don't have that attitude. Like, you know, Kobe was never going to be a guy who deferred to anybody else at any point. Not everybody can be Kevin Garnett. We need Co- I need a Kobe MJ. Uh, oh, we're gonna break it up. We're gonna oh, we're gonna get him off the cage. Scotty, still feisty. I mean, the knee, the knees from Ferrazzo for the fact that he's been held up against the cage for as long as he was. He was by far the more active fighter, hmm. just peppering Abbott with Ooh. knees and and kicks and stuff. I mean, you know, those close quarter shots, especially with those gigantic guts in between the two guys, were really doing some damage. Abbott swinging for the fences, though. Yeah, throwing some haymakers. Absolutely. Oh, man. There I mean, if, if nothing can be said, the chins on these guys are just unbelievable. You know what this reminds me of? Do you, uh, did you ever see the movie, oh, God, uh, Ben Stiller movie with Philip Seymour Hoffman? It might have been called Duplex. It might have it been Duplex. might have been Along Came Polly. But it was the, it was the one where Phil, they're playing basketball. And Philip Seymour Hoffman takes off his shirt, and he's just like this sweaty, super out of shape guy rubbing up against everybody. It, it's a long came Polly. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly that. This is that. That's a perfect comparison. <sighs> Duplex, I believe, starred uh, Ben Stiller and Drew Barrymore. For the record, I've never seen it. Well, you're a lucky person. Thanks. I'm pretty sure Ferrazzo has his left hand. On Tank Abbott's waistband, where it almost looks like his hand is in his pants. <laughs> yes, Interesting it's... strategy. I don't know. How, I mean, I don't know if it's going to work. But like, again, he literally looks like he is holding Ferrazzo up. Like Abbott had money on this that it had to go to the decision. <laughs> to the decision, like a real old time fixed boxing match. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like he is holding Ferrazzo. Ferrazzo is hunched over, occasionally getting up to throw a, a punch to. Abbott's head or whatever. That might be why that might be why Abbott is so tired because he spent the last 14 minutes and 22 seconds holding Ferrazzo up against the cage. That's true. And this is the one situation we'll, where we will forgive holding on to the cage for back to Dan needs. Fox. Uh, so Duplex, uh, 2003 comedy, gets 5.9 out of 10 stars on IMDb, starring Ben Stiller, Drew Barrymore, Justin Thoreau, James Remar, Swoosey Kurtz. Maya Rudolph, and that's pretty much it. But not good. I I can only imagine. Hey, it made forty million dollars. Oh, um, I apologize. It. Oh boy, on a forty million dollar budget, it Oof. it made nine point six million dollars. Wow, that is a tough one. Okay, fight stopped again. This is just another water break. I mean, I think he's just trying to separate him and get him uh, get him active. Tito Ortiz. Hanging over the cage in Tank Abbott's ear, tell him to get ready. Let's go. Hey, can I tell you something? The uh, the absolute best Doug Loves movies in quite some time was just on, and that would be the Edgar Wright episode. Which one is it? Oh, I have that coming up. The Edgar Wright, I, uh, Mark Wahlberg episode. Excellent. Can I tell you what? Yeah. One of the biggest misses of my of my life. Yeah. 
Now, I've been to a couple Doug Loves movies live. Mm-hmm. I've seen Doug Benson in, in, in person mm-hmm. uh, or in stand-up uh, shows. Uh, you know, I, I went to a Doug Loves movies at UCB in California and saw <laughs> what I want to go to UCB. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. And saw a bunch of, uh, I saw it was Paul F. Tompkins, John Hamm and Nick Offerman, that's, which might be one great. of the best lineups you could have. Yeah, that's great. This weekend, Doug was in town and I was in New Hampshire Ugh. Saturday show. I mean, I had a great time, but Saturday show was hit or miss the Sunday show featured Mark Wahlberg. And I, when I saw that come, when I saw that come across my podcast feed, I had never been so disappointed in my entire life. Uh, who else was on that episode? Uh, Doogie Horner. Yeah. Oh right, um, Horner wins because he he followed Doug to uh, the Edgar Wright episode. Yeah, he he was on. He's been on the last three episodes. Yeah. So I, I forget who else was on it. I haven't. I haven't. I, I listened to it last night, but just kind of zoned out. It was as I was falling asleep. Um, but. Very, very disappointed to miss to miss a, a Mark Wahlberg appearance in person. Yeah, I had to drive uh, to pick my girlfriend up at Oakland International the other day, and I looked at the I looked at the map, and it was going to take me about an hour and a half to get there. Ended up being just a shade under two hours, and um, I was excited because I had the uh, I had the Edgar Wright Mark Wahlberg episode to sort of help me bide my time. So ah, see, that's good. Not too bad. Man, you have to think this is an advantage for Ferrazzo right in front of Dan Fox. Yeah, Fox is right in front of him. The pit bull. I feel like I wish we had known that earlier. I agree with you. Fox is literally just talking to them at this point. Yeah. I mean, he's he's, some side headbutts. Fox might as well just be in the cage. That would be more interesting. If Fox reached over and threw a punch right now, I, I wouldn't be shocked. No, he'd just be like, hey, Big John, look over there. Ah, turns out three minute overtime round. So Thank it went the God. full 15, and they threw the three-minute overtime on there to make sure. Is that what we have going on right now? Yeah. Okay. So we got a minute and 35 seconds left in this fight. I'm excited. Yeah, this is, this is honestly, I was not expecting a lot from this when I saw that it was going 18 minutes to a decision. I expected two very tired guys laying on top of each other, mm-hmm. and it turned out to be two very tired guys hugging each other standing <laughs> on their feet. <laughs> So, absolutely true. But a lot more action than I expected. I did not expect it, the amount of punches and knees from Ferrazzo that I've got. Yeah, this was this wasn't bad at all. This was a pretty easy 28 minutes. This, oh, he somebody just took one to the took one to the, the That one yeah, regions. that one looked like it was a little bit low. Yeah, you saw from Abbott's reaction that it was in fact a little bit low. He's still not yeah. quite there yet. Can I uh, can I can I voice a quick opinion? Do it. Random Philly sports writers who write yeah. things like Markel Fultz should start on the bench oh this season. Oh my god, I read that. Need to be fired. That guy was, was that, It was Tom Moore, right? No, it was Marcus Hayes. Okay. Well, I actually, he literally... Good, because I thought it was Tom Moore, because I was going to ask Tom Moore to come on the show. And then I read that, and I was like, oh, can't do that. He literally does things just to troll. Like, <laughs> every headline is a troll... Every every article is just a troll. It's just to get people commenting on his on his articles. There's no way you could Wait, possibly believe that. There's 20 seconds left in this fight, and Big John separating them. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I might we might want to wipe down Ferrazzo's eye. You know, got, there's no time for that. No time. He for... might just be resetting for stalling. He might just be resetting for stalling. Ooh, big left hand stumbled Abbott. Oh man. I mean this. Chris, you got your money's worth. You bought, if you bought if you bought UFC 11 back in 1996, 
you got your money's worth with this semifinal matchup between Scott Ferrazzo and Tank Abbott. Scotty and Tank showing a little bit of love and, to each other. And yeah, Tank actually gave him a little bit of love there. All right. All right. We got something we'll get, going on. The pit we'll get bowl. to the judges the judges uh flipboards. I can't even call them scorecards cuz they just hold up a thing with their name on it. Yeah, Big John showing some uh, showing some love to the Tank too. It's, it's also mutual respect society in here another another very annoying thing yeah. dogs that eat random shoes even though you've owned the dog for three years and they've never done that and for some reason chose this week to do it so i went really appreciative i went through a period i have a, a pyrenees sheep dog um <clears throat> and i went through a period oh scotty might be throwing up yeah it's not good i went through a period where it would it would just eat everything just chew up everything I lost multiple pairs of shoes. I lost two different wallets. I lost one time with $120 in it, one time with like $45 in it. Thank God he doesn't do it anymore, but yeah, that's, it was insufferable. Yeah, our dog used to eat everything too. Didn't do it for like a year and a half, and now all of a sudden chewing on the edge of blankets, pulling fur out yeah. of it, uh, eating shoes. It's, it's, it's an interesting – it's been an interesting turn of events. One for Ooh, Ferrazzo with the first ref vote. And they're Shamrock. It definitely is Shamrock. What's Nikhil going to do? Come on, Stevie. Ferrazzo! Wow. Scott Ferrazzo. Ladies and gentlemen. Nowhere. And John Legend's dad also goes Ferrazzo. Wow. I can't believe it, Chris. All right. And Don Fox. That's actually even wronger. Don, Dan Fox or Don Ferrazzo. It's got to be one of the two. All right. Close enough. Ferrazzo moves on to the finals, which we're going to find out aren't going to happen. And we're going to find out why in a little while, but we're going to move on to our, I guess, last fight of the evening. Mark Coleman, Brian Johnson, UFC 11. Let me know when you're ready. Taking way too long it's to type right. the name Brian. And I've got, I'm going to speculate what, why I think there is no finals fight for UFC 11 in just a moment, Gregory. Uh, all right. Uh, here we go. UFC 11, Mark Coleman, Brian Johnston. I am at one second. In. Well, it's still zero seconds, That's but I'm ready fine. when you're All right, we're going. So here's why I think it shouldn't have happened. Now, this is probably not why it didn't happen. I can see that. But why I think it shouldn't have happened. If it was me, Greg, I know there's an 11.5 coming up. I'm just saying these guys jump immediately into 11.5, which starts right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think that's what happened, but you know what? I don't hate that idea. I think they probably one of those people would have died trying to do like three more fights. Uh, I mean, I, could you imagine if they had to go to another 18-minute decision? Uh, yeah, the, Scotty F., whose uh, stamina has already been questioned, probably doesn't have another 18-minute fight in him. Yeah, that's a tough one. That is a, that is a real, real tough way to go. All right, Brian Johnson defeated Razi Nazari in the quarterfinals in just 30 seconds. He is fresh. Yeah, I mean, you have, you'd, have to think, you'd have to think as long as his nose isn't, isn't in too bad a shape that uh, he'll be good to go. Looks like the bleeding has stopped. Yeah, well, you'd hope so. It's been probably an hour. Something like that. Oh, that looked like he got kissed on the cheek. Which was... Oh, he definitely did. I thought he switched to pants for a second, but it turns out still, nope, just super oh. tight American flag shorts. Came in hot. Came in hot. Flying around the ring. 
I mean, shadow boxing with uh, with Big John. Look, that's the dream of any great UFC fighter. Pretty sure he's just still pissed that Big John bloodied up his nose. Yeah, that's what he's talking about. I think he just pointed to his nose. Uh, he's always looking for his mouth guard. There mm. it is. Oh, yeah. It's good to see that everybody's got their mouth guards back. <laughs> yeah, those are super important. And... Not that the one, not that Jerry Bolander didn't spit his out in the middle of the fight. All right, Mark Coleman. Here we go. Mark Coleman's entourage grows every single fight. Respect. Like not he's from gone multicultural, too, which I can appreciate. Not, not, not from event to event, but from fight to fight, there's more and more people. I love the fact that there is uh, – first of all, how are you not going to cut the middle of the A and the R out Didn't go when you're going to make block lettering? Didn't go great. Hmm. Unbelievable. Did Mark Coleman win UFC 10? He did. Okay. That's what I thought. Beat Dan good. Fox. Don Fry. Close enough. Oh, uh, what's that? I'm trying to read that that hat, but I can't. It's a team, team PHX? I mean, I have to imagine that that's got to be Mark Coleman's parents, right? Well, maybe. Uh, Brian Johnson just perpetually looks like he's in a sh- bad mood. Yeah, I, I feel like. I feel like in another life, Brian Johnson may or may not have been a serial killer. I'm oh, not sure. I no, can't confirm. Sure. I mean, yeah, that's that's speculative, but I think for sure we can say that it, it's it's likely. That's Chris, I'm not going to shoulder muscles on him. I'll tell you, tell you. He really does. Those traps are gigantic. I will say though, it is nice to realize that we got the, the Rick Owens back, and, and let's savor these moments because who knows how many more we have of them. You're absolutely right. You know, we didn't <laughs> a little little bow from. Old Brian Johnson, we didn't know how good we had it. With we really didn't the great the with the R man or the G man, whatever his name was. <laughs> the G man. I love that he had a nickname shown on the screen in an earlier UFC. So we had Buffer for two in a row, right? And then now I don't. It's gone. I can't remember because we had that little break in between UFC nine and ten. I can't remember if we had Buffer for that time frame I, in, I from nine. I, I know we definitely had him for ten. Yeah, you're right. That almost certainly has to be Mark Coleman's parents. It also could have been Michael Buffer. I thought we had Bruce for two. Or that's what I, I know. That's, that's what I meant. I thought we had Michael Buffer for two. I mean, that's what I mean. Sorry. Well, we definitely had Michael Buffer for for two. He definitely did two in a row. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's but what Bruce I meant. did the last one. I was a little confused with my buffers. Got my buffers a little mixed up. That's all. Eh, you know what can you do? I just hope that Bruce Buffer gets the opportunity to be the announcer for McGregor uh, Mayweather. I just hope Rick Goins accepts my uh, my invitation to join us as the third host of this podcast. How'd you find him? I'm assuming LinkedIn. <laughs> he was on MySpace. <laughs> uh, oh my God! Goodness. Brian Johnson, just a- Col- Coleman. I like Coleman. Like, not trying to do too much. Very calm. Gonna let the fight come to him. Yeah, I mean he's. He's, he's not – despite his fight card saying that he is uh, looking to shoot immediately, he's very calm and very tentative right here. Those leg kicks have to hurt, though. I don't know if I would call it tentative. I would, I would say – Calculated? Exactly. Exactly. All he's right, I'll give waiting you for his opportunity. There's the shoot. He does take down Brian Johnson. All right. Well, I just oh, – Good scramble from Johnson. Okay. I have a new – okay. I have a new prediction. I haven't looked this up. This is my new prediction. Frazo won, right? He's too tired to fight. That's got to be why there's no championship. 
I don't know, Chris. We're going to find out, though. Do we, so you actually don't know? Oh, no, I know. Okay. So I'm wrong. <laughs> so, okay. It's fair enough. I'm wrong. No, I, it's not that you're wrong. My thinking was, Ferrazzo too tired to fight. Maybe Johnston wins, but his nose is too messed up or something like that. There's an injury on both sides that they can't go. Do we, All right. Is there a champion of UFC 11? There is a champion, okay. and, it, and it's, it's based on a forfeit. Okay. All right, so it's the winner of this. This is amazing. He's just carrying Brian Johnson across the ring. Uh, it's it's the winner of this fight because I Scotty can't go again. I think Scotty wants to go again. Scotty loves fighting. If I know anything about Scotty, but... basically, basically, it, it, what they did was it's in, to to prevent a Steve Jenham UFC three situation. Yeah, where he only fought in the finals. They didn't. They had all those alternate bouts, but yeah. Frazzo was already an alternate. And Wait, the guy that, oh, and it's, it's over. Okay, this is over. So Mark Coleman's our UFC champion? Mark Coleman is your UFC 11 champion due to Ferrazzo and the cut above his right eye being too bad to allow him to compete. Well, I, there knew, was, I knew Scotty wasn't just going to give up. Yeah, well, it's weird because on the Wikipedia page, the bracket says, and I'm not kidding, the, the, where they have the listing of the fights, it said because of the cut, and underneath the bracket, it mm-hmm. said unable to continue due to exhaustion. So I guess technically you were right. Look, who's, but why can't we all be right? We can all be right if you want. But uh, And it, there was two alternate fights. Ferrazzo was already an alternate, mm-hmm. and the second alternate won his fight, but in the win, he got hurt. Oh. But you can't do that. I hate that stupid Steve Jenham in the final stuff. Yeah. Well, the fact that he won UFC 3 and he fought one, one fight. Time. Yeah, exactly. Well, Coleman just won UFC 11 and he had a total fight time of 2 minutes and... No, sorry. 3 minutes and 5 seconds. Mark and, Coleman won. And his mother and father, pretty excited. Somebody, Couldn't be happier. For To celebrate, somebody's going to show his father how to wear his hat correctly. First back-to-back winner since, uh, since Hoist Gracie. So Mark Coleman, so you when you said last week that Mark Coleman is like a big time UFC fighter, you weren't kidding. He's a he's a big time UFC fighter. Yeah, he he's a big he's a big MMA pioneer in general. I mean, he he takes a decent amount of time away from the UFC during some of the years, um, but you'll see you'll see a lot of him early, and then he returns much much later in his in his fighting career. To to he had a decent run, uh, you know, a few years a few years ago. Um, that saw him get back involved with the UFC, and you know you can only do so much uh, at an advanced age. Those headbutts, man, I'm not messing around. So at this point, they don't have divisions or anything, right? It's just there's still no divisions. Okay. Now, next, well, I guess next week we're doing eleven and a half. But once we get to UFC twelve, we actually see two different tournaments, and it's weight classed. Well, I don't like that because it's the big versus small is what's fun about it. Well, I mean, what are you gonna do? Pride California, Greg. No I, I, I agree. I know. We could do tag teams. Tornado tag teams. I love that idea. I can't wait to see the Texas Tornado carry Von Eric once again. <laughs> I'm super excited about this. Get Good. your credit card out, sir. Ugh, I'm super excited about this whole... Where would you want to start, though? Would you want to start with WrestleMania, with Royal Rumble? What, did you want, what would you want to start with? Well, WrestleMania was first because Royal Rumble didn't start until like nineteen eighty nine. Interesting point you just bring up. Well, theoretically, we have a bunch of WrestleManias before anything else, right? 
Not not that many. There's definitely a few. All right. Well, I Hulk Hogan, King Kong Bundy. Oh no, that's, that's WrestleMania like, two. Yeah, yeah. WrestleMania King Kong, King Kong one. Bundy wins his fight in like seven seconds or something at WrestleMania one. Yeah, something like that. WrestleMania one features uh, the main event of Hulk Hogan and Mr. T versus oh. Roddy Piper and Mr. Wonderful Paul oh, Orndorff. God, I'm so into this. Muhammad I'm, Ali's there. It's I'm a whole thing. So, I'm so into this. We're definitely going to make this happen. We'll just figure out the logistics uh, you know, in the coming days. Uh, until then, I've been Chris Horwardell. He's been Greg Crone. This has been UFC 11, The Proving Ground. Thanks for listening. Thanks for reviewing. Thanks for rating. Keep doing it, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>